That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alienation, the Newcomer Podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me as always is my brother, Michael. Hello, everybody. Today we're going to be discussing episode 15 from season 1, titled Eyewitness News. It originally aired on February 5th, 1990. Director is Lyndon Chubbuck. Writers are Charles S. Kaufman and Larry B. Williams. Good morning. This is Renee Longs. Oh, here it is. Tonight and every night this week, we'll present part of our continuing Alien Anniversary series, featuring George Francisco, LAPD's first newcomer detective, one year later. We'll investigate the investigator at home and on the job, starting tonight. May as well put you in a cage at the zoo for a week. Buck, your father has an opportunity to break down some stereotypes. This is a good way for people to see who we really are and how we live. You'll be wonderful, Lee. As far as I'm concerned, it's just another day at the office. Rory Otsumaya's seat. And let me give you the episode summary. Exploitation is the name of the game as George Francisco becomes the focus of a local news station special report on the life of a newcomer police officer with the follow-up on his activities for an entire week. George becomes egocentric with all the intention alienating his family and Sykes while his work begins to suffer. Concurrently, Sykes and George are assigned to the case of newcomer Virginia Ham, performer in the video phone sex line service who has been violently assaulted. Sykes and Kathy discuss the sexuality of both humans and Tectonese, each expressing curiosity about the other. While not taken any further in this episode, there's a sense that they are moving closer to having a serious relationship. Ah, Sykes. New shirt. New jacket. No wonder you made, Captain. You're very observant, Brian. Can't fool me, Sykes. You can dress it up, but you can't take it out. So I'm only going to say this once. This is good behavior week. I don't want you doing anything to embarrass the department while that camera's around. I'll be an angel, angel. Look, just finish the interviews with the witnesses on the Vegas junket bus mugging. Okay, everybody, uh, this is it. Best behavior. All right, the cast for this episode, we start with Terry Trejas as Kathy Frankel. Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. Ron Fazler as Captain Brian Grazer. Gary Graham, Detective Matt Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Lauren Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. And now for our guest cast. Rob King as Mr. Denton. John Macy as Roger Rose. Eveline Fernandez as female executive. Ian Patrick Williams as John. David Hoskins as Joe. Terry Nunn as male executive. Kerrigan Mahan as cameraman. Jennifer Roach as Tilly. Joseph Graham as Bailey. Hugh McGrewer as Ernie Denton. Kelly Jean Peters as Mrs. Denton. Jean Butler as Arvin Kaufman. Angela Bassett as Renee Longstreet. And Deborah Goodrich playing Virginia Ham. They said it was bizarre, but a set. Start on the bed so we don't know what we're looking at. Then pan up the wall. Up, pull back. We see it's a set. Got it. What kind of sick mind would do something like this? It's beyond me. Matt. Maybe there weren't any victims. You thinking what I'm thinking? There was no murder. It's a hoax. A hoax? Yeah. Stage blood. There's no bullet holes. It's all make-believe. Ma'am, you can't go in there. Ma'am, you, you can't... I am telling you, this is my place. You two got names? The name's Virginia Ham, and this is Roger Rose. Look, we can explain all of... Didn't I see you on TV this morning? It's Francisco, right? Uh, well, yes. Uh, they're doing a segment for the news. Um, what the hell's going on here? Oh, I'm sorry about the gunshots, but I, I'm afraid it's all a big mistake. You see, we're still a very young industry, and we're working all the kinks out. Voyeur vision? Pay-per-view video phone sex line. Phone sex? Yeah. Do you use that? No. Try it. You'll like it. We're taking phone sex to a whole new level. 
and it's legal, are permits. The gunshots you heard in all of this was part of a fantasy sequence requested by a viewer. What, some sicker wants to see a newcomer girl dance dirty and they get blown away? Takes all kinds. Well, some executives saw your fantasy by mistake and thought it was a murder. You should have seen their faces. You can see them? It's interactive. When the conference room freaked out, we realized the phone company screwed up and got their teleconference crossed up with our voyeur. So if you want to arrest somebody, cuff the phone company. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. you want to start us off, or do you want me to... Uh... Well, you made a comment before we started watching this episode that yeah. this is not my favorite episode. No, that's true. So I started watching it, and I'm going, okay. And then it started getting pretty good, you know, before we... Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, why is this not his favorite episode? I thought it was actually a good episode because you do see a little bit more of Matt and uh, Kathy. Yes, which is, you know, are my two favorites. Yeah, so I'm like... How's this not? I don't know. Go ahead. So maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't. I wouldn't say, but you know, I've been loving every episode, every episode, and I enjoy this episode. So it doesn't make it bad. I'm but just on saying a one to ten, it's not an eight or nine. It's, it's probably a good no, it'd be like a seven, seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not bad. And the Kathy and Matt stuff is incredible because, like you said, it does advance their relationship. Um, to where we know it goes. See, for me, I'm thinking like 9.8 because it had the it's like wow. sex. You and, liked it. Oh. Bam. <laughs> it was, I'm all about that, you know? See, this is definitely not I shit. wanted to borrow the video that Matt had. We'll go into that later. Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that as well. It would be interesting. <laughs> but I mean, I don't, I mean, but this isn't a chains of love or a generation to generation. No, you're right. To it's, me. It, it's, it's an eight and a half. But it's definitely a like solid, it. yeah. And like I said, I don't, you know, because I watch these probably every few years, the whole series. So it's been a while since I've seen it. And in my head, I remember it differently. I always remember it like, well, that wasn't one of my favorites. You know, I couldn't watch this over and over again. Like, Chains of Love, I can stop it and literally start it all over again and watch it after just watching it. I would agree with you that. And Generation. And there's a few episodes in there where I could Change just literally, really you know, re-watch them over and, and over and over again. And 15 Oanda was good. And that was another good one. <laughs> you can just sit there and as soon as it's over, you're like, I want to watch it again. So I could talk about that still right now, <laughs> the 15 to Wanna, because that was a good one. Yeah. So, some so, of those... so when I say that, that this wasn't one of my favorites, meaning I just can't watch it over and over. Okay. I could watch it every once Two in years. a while. Right. It's every great. It's a fun part of the series. But it definitely is not one I can just pop in when I'm like, oh, I feel like an alienation episode. Which one am I going to choose? You're not going to pick. It would not be Eyewitness News. Not that it's bad, because it is a good episode. All of them are good episodes. But come know. on, we gotta have a ranking system. You gotta I know. have, you know. I know. I, and at the very end, I want from every episode, I want your ranking. We will go through, through. Yes, we will go through, and I'll rank every episode, and you'll do the same. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I just, I do. But I can guarantee you, I'm not gonna have anything below seven, because I, the entire series is that good. Is that good? Yeah. I mean, the average alone was probably a good nine for me for this series. Wow. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. And so let's talk about the episode since we kind of. Yes, Went off so, on so we, gave her a little, well, we gave her a little opinions of the episode, but let's go back to the episode. So this episode, as Michael mentioned in the plot summary, is pretty much um, a George trying to impress. Well, he's not trying to impress. He's trying to... He's trying to... Um, They're doing a story on a newcomer as being a detective. Yes. So to when I promote. First, yeah, promote. Yes. So when I first saw it, I was like, this is reality TV. Yes. Before a reality Well, that's funny. Even... Yes, you mentioned that. Oh and I was like, it's very true. You also made another comment about this being cops before cops, cops, which is on Fox, which is done by, you know, Alienation was also on Fox. Right. And it really was. I mean, especially that scene where Matt goes and says, you know, turn off the camera, and he goes up to the camera. So it was kind of neat. To... So it was like a, like a reality genre within the actual... I could have had a bucket of popcorn, and like, <laughs> I would have been into it, man, because I was like... You know, yeah. the cameras are there. And it's, it was typical, too, because, you know, Captain Brian Grazer was looking into the camera. He goes, oh, stop, stop. Can we redo that? Good morning, Matthew. Hey, morning, George. Where are we on the Vegas bus smuggling? We still have several dozen witnesses to interview, Captain. Let's be thorough, but efficient. I'm sorry. I, I was searching for the right word and hesitated. Could we do that over? Kill it. Look, Captain, um, this isn't a movie. So just carry on like we're not even here. Ignore us. Be yourself. As you always notice with Captain Brian, anytime it helps his department or the city, he's always the first one. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm he is the captain. Guy. It makes him look good to his superiors. Yeah, but I just, it's, it's wrong. It's kind of snakeish oh, to yeah. me, man. Oh, yeah. But that's, what, that's, that's, that's kinda, just the kind of guy he is. That's that kind of gets under is. my skin a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
But um, so yeah, so the story starts off with the news reporter following George because he is the first newcomer detective, and they want to share his life. So I mean, because a lot of people are curious. I know if we had aliens here in real life, and they landed for five years, I'd be I'd probably I'd be friends with them to begin with. But I would want to know about their rituals and what they like and their family life and how it differs from our, our own, or is it the same? Yeah, it's you funny know. how it takes it takes five I mean, years I, for that. That's very well. It's because George is such a high profile. I mean, he's only now been, he is. Yes, he's only been a detective for so long. Right. You know, they were in quarantine for the five years, so it's probably been a few years since then because he went through police academy and graduated and made his way up to detective. Right. So, but yeah, but I mean, it's just like watching the show Alienation. I find it so fascinating because I feel like we are looking at this family's personal life. You know? Yeah, they did a good job presenting that. Yes, a real good job. Yeah, so I mean, that's what it's like the it's like the alienation show within the alienation show, which is really cool. Um, Again, reality TV, <laughs> reality TV people. Yeah, but that's 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 the the main story that's happening with George, and then we have the other story with the whole video voyeurism taking a neck. This is like sex phone calls, porn sites, people. Well, it's not porn sites. I is. don't care. I had a visual. I closed my it eyes. <laughs> It's the next step in sex phone. And actually, it's probably more true today than it is back then because we have video conference now where you can see see each other as you're talking and, you yeah, you can converse. So what it was is this per- the people would put in requests for they wanted this newcomer woman to do something, sometimes with a human male. Fulfill a fantasy. So it was, yeah. Sometimes they were weird and violent, but that's what they did. That's what they got paid for, and they would do it live on, you know, while the, the person's watching them. Thing, yeah. Guess. And uh, one goes wrong. It's funny because there's a newsroom and they're getting ready to hook up with like people in Hong Kong. And all of a sudden this girl comes on, a newcomer, uh, Virginia Ham, and she starts, you know, being sexy and taking off her clothes. And the guys are all getting into it who are in the studio or in the, the meeting. Room. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden someone comes in and shoots her and kills her on screen. And of course, they just think they witness a murder and they freak out and they call the police and the police go investigate and, you know, the camera crew is there with them. Actually, this is another thing that Brian did, which I thought was stupid, is that they were on this other meaningless kind of um, job. And the camera woman was like, oh, we could make something work with it. You know, oh, it's not that great. And then he's like, well, we just got a murder in. Would that be good for you? Now, Francisco and Sykes are on the bus mugging, huh? Okay. Well, we got some shots we can get around the building while they're doing that. So we'll just uh, cover... No, no, no need for that. Uh, we just got a call in about a video phone sex homicide. I'd like to send Francisco and Sykes on that. How would that be? That would be very interesting. You know, of course. They're going to say... Jump all over that. Yeah. yeah they're going to say no. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's also playing it up. You know, people love violence and, you know, it involves sex. The phone call, you know... See, again, that's why it was a high number for me. I'm going with the, <laughs> not the violent part, you know, but the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that, so they get there. George finds out that it's definitely not real. It's all fake blood, blah, blah, blah. And you find that it's a setup and this is what the person wanted. Um, and then after that, you find a little transformation in George. Oh, yeah. As from him. Well, he sees the first piece. Right. He sees a little. And the the first piece. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) The first piece that that airs that night is from the previous day. Of the the murder. Yeah. The 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 so-called murder. Right. And so – and in real life, George did say something's not right here. And then Matt says this looks like a setup. So they they both came to the conclusion at the same time. But in the piece – it shows, you know, uh, your normal average human detective. And Matt's like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have George saying, it's a setup. And he's like, sounds so smart, you know. And so obviously they they geared it towards the newcomer. Yes, making him George. sound good, which is part truth, but also not. They made Matt look stupid. Again, reality TV. It's definitely Come produced. on, you, you, know a little oh, yeah. about, you know a little bit about that, right, yes. Ken? Yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, so it was it was interesting just seeing Matt's reaction, and you could tell how much he's grown in the series. Because if this would have happened to him when he first became partners with George, he would have flipped out. It would have been slagged this, that, here, uh, that. Uh, yes, every but Kathy comes over thing. after the piece airs, knocks on his door, and says, oh my, she's all excited. Did you see George's piece? He's like, yeah, you know. And it made me look, you know. And he, yeah, it made me look like a canine, canine. You know, on a leash, <laughs> meaning he's the dog. Right. And... 
you know, what was great was he's like, you know what? But I understand the pieces for George. It's all for him. I'm good with it. And I was like, good. I mean, that was a really good character moment for Matt. Kudos for you, buddy. He really, he really accepted it. And that's what it was. And he understood it. And he's like, cool. But as Michael was mentioning earlier, George sees it. His His kids are just gushing over it. Uh, Susan's loving it, and then what happens with George? Yeah, he gets a little bit of a swollen head, yeah. and uh, it's funny because even Matt goes, "What do you got? A, your head swollen?" He goes, "Whoa, whoa, is yeah, it?" Yeah, he goes and touches it. He goes, "No, Matt." <laughs> he goes, "No, George, it's it's, it's, it's an, expression. an expression." Yeah, you know, so he starts getting a little more, um, I guess, I don't know if cocky or arrogant. Well, I, he's definitely getting um, cocky and arrogant, a little yes. distant from his police work. Yep. He, you know, well, because they keep pulling him to do things. He needs to go have meet the lunch mayor, with the mayor. Right. He's getting awards, and then he has to do this with the press. And he has, I mean, and it's all it's good for the district for the LAPD. You know, his district and the newcomers. And it's good for the newcomers. It's all good. It's just it's hurting his job. Poor Matt is his partner, who's now handling all of their work by himself, right. and he's managing all of George's fan mail yeah, from your viewers, George. Well, these are fan calls. Don't let it swell your head. Is my head swelling? It's just an expression. Because Wait, people, are, right. people are calling the precinct to want to talk to George. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, he is becoming like a celebrity. And it unfortunately is going to his head. It's getting to Matt a little bit. He's still trying to be... He's trying he, to be, be supportive. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still it's starting to really get to him a little. You could tell. It, yeah. It, it's affecting George's police work. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Big time. That's, yeah. that's a good word. Yeah. So the next scene has another voyeur view. So we're watching her and she's with a human male. And then all of a sudden... Uh, it's some, actually Virginia Ham. Yes. Yeah, yes, it's Virginia Ham and a human male. Right. Um, and then someone comes in with a baseball bat and starts beating the guy. And she's yelling, this is not... This is real. Yeah, this, this is real. Call fake. the police. Yeah, they call the police. Um, and the guy yells at her, run! You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then we, she disappears. So, uh, Matt, she, well, she disappears. She kind of goes into hiding, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, yeah, you're right. But we don't know. Right, right, right. We just know that she's gone. She's not there at the scene. Yeah. We don't know if they took her or what the deal is. Uh, then they go to Kaufman's studio, which is the guy who's uh, exploiting the newcomers. I guess he's been doing it for since they arrived. Yeah, because he, he even said he was like a. A nobody. Yeah, yeah. Until before they, they came, they came, and now yeah. look at him. You know, yeah. Well, when Matt says the penny, pennies from heaven, which is a title of a song, right? Um, but of course, you know, Matt's trying to get in, and the, the guy's having nothing to do with it. And then all of a sudden, the news reporter gets on there. Excuse me, may I? Knock yourself out. Hello, this is Renee Longstreet, KALN News. May I speak with Mr. Kaufman, please? Yes, Mr. Kaufman. I'm doing an exclusive on the first newcomer detect. Oh, you've seen it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right in. And also the doors open and Matt's like, God, I mean, like, really? Yeah. He already doesn't like these people. Right. But they are getting them into the studio. To get to, 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 get to, to, we can to investigate. Which technically they could have. They just had to go back and get a subpoena. And do it, you know, proper challenge. Right. But if the guy allows you to come in, then you go in. And you can see the guy, this Kaufman gentleman, use that word loosely. Um, <laughs> he, no pun intended. He uh, he's just wants to use the TV crew almost for, like, advertising. Oh, yeah. At Voyeur Vision, we're all one big family. When one of us hurts, we all hurt. And he was last seen with a newcomer female named Virginia Ham. Have you seen her? No, I haven't. I'm very worried. Uh, she mentioned she had a client scheduled for last night. We need to know who it was. Uh, if they might have seen something. I know she had a client last night. At Voyeur Vision, we do everything we can to fulfill our customers' fantasies. Also, we're very protective of our customers' confidentiality. So I'm afraid I can't give that information out. That's all I'm willing to say on camera. Well, yeah, you because know? he does. I mean, he's all chummy, chummy. You know, with Voyeur Vision, you know, we take care of our own. They're like family. Cause we're here to help, and we yeah. want to make sure they're okay. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's and he's playing well, to I the can't camera. Give you the phone number because yeah. that's confidentiality. And then off the camera, he goes, "Here he goes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt's like, "So what happened?" He goes, "Well, hey, when the yeah. lights are on and blah 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 blah." You're like, "Yeah, son of a bitch." <laughs> the guy's a douchebag. He's, he's, he's a little scummy. 
Yeah. yeah. He's taking advantage of a situation. So then they yeah. get they get the information they need. Mm-hmm. They go to this um, this house, I guess, yes. and it's a, a gentleman, his brother, their the, kid, their the, two the two uh, boys, one one, one for is, each, yeah, guy, the brothers, and yeah. then the uh, the wife of the yeah. first guy, yeah. Um, and they, you know, Matt goes, "Hey, I need to talk to you." Pulls him in his garage. He says, "Hey, uh, you've been watching Spank Division." I mean, not Spank Division. I'm just kidding. I I knew that I was being funny. Voyeur Vision, yeah, Voyeur Vision. <laughs> No, I knew. Come on, I, I know. I was just seeing a little. Yeah, yeah. Voyeur Vision, and um, the guy's like, ah, oh, you know, I've I've seen it once. Yeah, you know. And then Matt said, well, according to here, you just, you know, Bubby goes, oh, my wallet was stolen two weeks ago. Yeah, and right there, you're going, really, dude? Can yeah. you? Well, the fact you, that someone stole your wallet, you didn't admit it right away. You made it after the fact, but they're also watching the same Voyeur Vision that you watch. And you didn't cancel your credit card. Yeah, you didn't let anyone know. But he goes, my wife canceled them. I thought she I thought did. she did. So yeah. this guy, right off the bat, I'm thinking. You know something shady. I'm thinking scumbag already right yeah. off the bat, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so obviously that scene plays out, you know. They got their information. Can't do anything. They have no oh, proof. Well, but the kids come in. The, the well, kids, yeah, the kids. the kids come to the barn. He's like, "Dad, what's wrong?" You yeah. know, it's yeah. all nothing, son. And and uh, you know, so then, like you said, that's yeah. pretty much that. Scene. That's that scene. And then we move on to Virginia Ham comes and sees Matt Sykes. Yes, she shows up at the police uh, office, which of course George isn't around because he's off doing filming. Yep. Having Lunch. dinner with the mayor or something, and they really had really nice columns in their entry. <laughs> Describing they got the it. Kareem Abdul Stand Up Award, Citizen Award. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I'm like, that's a great to, for all you basketball fans. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, <laughs> yeah, five time NBA champ for the Lakers. Come on, anybody? So, um, so he's there dealing with her, you know, and he asks her, "Are you willing to, you know, set him up, set this person up?" And she said yes, because what did she have? What's her saying? Um, SFL. SFL. Set for life. Set for life, yes. I'm going to use that motto. What are you? I'm SFL. SFL. She's all, I made 100 grand in six months. So within two years, I'm done. I'm SFL. He's like, <laughs> set for life. I'm like, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's like a cool <laughs> slang term. I'm, I'm SFL. Are you? SFL. Shoot. Yeah. Why do you let that sleaze bucket exploit you? Exploit? I'm a businesswoman. I've made 100000 in the last six months, which I've invested in Japanese-backed U.S. bailout bonds. At this rate, I'll be SFL in two years. SFL? Set for life. Okay, so we're back at Matt's house. Kathy comes running up to him. She has a package for him. And, of course, it's obviously what it is. I mean, it's a VHS tape. I don't think it's even a it's package. Wrapped in brown pa- it's just yeah. wrapped like a little brown bow paper. around it, you know. <laughs> and it says voyeurism. Yeah, voyeur vision. Voyeur vision from Kaufman. So you yeah. know, it came from so that. She guy. knows. She knows exactly what it is. But she hands it to Matt, and Matt sees it, and of course he's embarrassed because he knows she knows. Well, she had a sign for it. Yeah. Matt, uh, this was delivered for you today, and they needed a signature, so I took it. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I'll see you. I couldn't help but notice the Kaufman logo. Isn't he the uh, man who produces the adult newcomer films? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> We're working on a case. Oh. It's evidence. You're probably going to watch it. But if it's evidence, won't you have to watch it? Not if I can help it. I'll see you. And she's like, well, are you going to watch it? You know, and Matt's response is, nope. Nope, nope. And she's like, but it's evidence. You're going to have to watch it. And he kind of fumbles and bumbles and and he shuts the door. Um, Of course, but what does he do? He puts it down. He's not going to watch it. Grabs a beer. Looks at it. Yeah. Turns away. (laughs) Looks at it again. And he grabs it. Yes. And then he pops it in. No, best part, he locks his door. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. That was funny. I'm like, why? Yeah. What do you do? Maddie, what are you going to (laughs) do? Doesn't want to get caught. Doesn't want Maddie. What are you gonna do? <laughs> and the funniest part about that whole scene is it's blasting loud. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He like turned it up so everyone in the whole can apartment hear, can oh, hear it. Yee. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then the phone rings. Yeah. And it's Virginia Ham. And normally if you're watching porn and the phone rings, you pause it or I'll turn it down. It off, <laughs> just in case someone might walk in while you're on the phone. Yeah, or people or can hear box. it. Right, right. People can hear on the phone. Um but it's Virginia Ham. And she is she says the guy called. He has an appointment eight o'clock, and Matt's like, "That's a half hour away." 
And she's like, you promise. I already made the appointment. You have to do it. And he's like, okay. Because no money. It's money for her. Yeah. And, and he's like, no problem. We'll do it. So then he um, – next thing we get to is outside her apartment. Um, there's another agent working. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Officer Bailey. They had no time to sweep the building. Sweep the building so they have no idea what – they're really – this is – I mean they're doing it because they have to. But it's not the best. They're kind plans. of going in blind. Yes. Yeah. And up and up comes Francisco yep. with his with the camera film crew. crew. And this is when, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about it being like a reality TV. This is when I go, oh my god, it's like cops. Yeah. You know, because the ca- now now George is real comfortable. Oh yeah, because never know, before he's like very wooden. Yeah, you know, he'd walk in like Matt, kind of stare. What <laughs> is going on here? Now you know? now I wish you could see my manners. He's like. <laughs> We have a potential stake going in right now. <laughs> tune, you know, like tune in. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. So and it's just talking directly so to the camera. funny now just to yeah. see the, the difference of how he's acting now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so different. Um, so we're in there and, you know, of course, Virginia's petrified, which she should be because she's the bait. And she's like, you better come in. First if you hear me scream, anything, anything, you, you come better in get in here. And he's like, don't worry about it. We're going to do it. No problem. And then all of a sudden you hear static. He hears static in his earpiece. And you find out it's the technical people, the camera, the mics. It's one of those one things. One of the news is, is causing, stuff. yeah, it's causing interference. interference. And he's getting upset with them, telling them to turn it off, you know, stop it. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, Bailey, get ready. And they show a shot of Bailey who is unconscious on the floor. On the ground. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he decided to take a nap. He was tired. <laughs> yeah, he was tired. He was tired. <laughs> yeah, that blow to the head just really made him tired. That put you out quick. <laughs> um, so you know something's bad. They kind of hear, and then they kind of hear a scream. Yeah. Oh yeah, they hear the scream. They, they get off. out of the car. They rush over there. You know, don't let them get away. And the next thing you know, the car is peeling out. Um, Virginia's okay. She's a little tousled, but she's okay. She's upset, rightfully so. And, you know, George comes and says, oh, they got away. And then the camera people come in and put the camera right on Matt's face next to Virginia. And that's when the whole cop moment really struck me because he goes up to the camera and he's like, you know, turn it off. And it goes to static. It goes to static. Yeah. You okay? Where the hell were you, Sykes? He got away. Over here. Over here. Turn that damn thing off. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was that reminded me of you know I felt like I was watching cops. <laughs> so that was good. And good, then it, good stuff. And then it breaks it to the next scene. They're in the police station and Kaufman's with uh, Virginia Ham. Yes, and he's like, we're not going to sue. Yes. And I feel I must become involved when brutality like this is inflicted. I personally intend to see that Virginia has the best of everything during her emotional and physical recovery, which is why she will be convalescing at my estate. I just want it to be known that I will never forget Arvin's generosity. It means a great deal to me. And no legal action is planned at this time. However, I do believe the community should know about the police department's exploitation of Virginia in last night's failed arrest attempt. I mean, she walked the tightrope. Where were they with the net? Thank you. That's all. Making the police department look bad, yes, you know, yes. and, and making him look great, right? Of course, he he's is. the concerned guy. And I mean, it, well, it's stupid. He's like, she's gonna come stay with me. I'm like, you're telling the the bad people where she's at. Obviously, it's a plot device. I know that because they have to know where she's at. But right. I'm like, that's just stupid. Someone's after this woman, so let's broadcast it on national, you know, on local news. That well, hey, he, she's over she's here. Be at my house. Let's, here is my address. Let's just put a big target on her back, you know, make it easier. Yeah. I mean, really? So it was, it was it, it, but that's him. He's so cheesy. He doesn't think about that. He's just like, look at me. I'm a good, outstanding human being. Look, I'm taking in this poor, defenseless woman, you know, and that's all he's thinking about is publicity for his voyeur vision. Right. So, you know, that little thing. And then Matt has it out with George saying, you know, it was their fault. They, you know, or actually, he's getting he's getting berated by Grazer because he fumbled, and he's like, "We fumbled," you know, and, and meaning him and George. But George because, is, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, George is like, "Well, you know, it was a technical issue it can happen to anybody, but you know, having te- tech issues in life or death situations that's unacceptable. It's, it's not good." And this was so stupid because the news crew they're just in the way. They were, and George is not seeing that. Because he's so involved and he's liking all the publicity and he's liking – it's all going to his head. 
Yeah, because he's now he's signing you know, autographs. Yes, he's, you know he's he has fans now, and you know, and he, it is going to his head. And then it goes to the next scene, which is the Francisco House with Emily's yeah, birthday. Emily's birthday, who just so happens is having it a week in advance because her birthday is a week later, and the news crew won't be around during that week. And they're like, "Oh, I wish it was this." Yeah, it week. ends on Friday, so yeah. they have to get it done. And yeah, so they're like, "Oh, I wish it was this week." You wouldn't mind having it tomorrow. She wouldn't want to have it tomorrow. And George is like, "Would you, Emily?" And he's, you know, kind of like saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah please, you're yeah, gonna yeah, do yeah. it." Yeah. And of course, Emily's going to do it. She's going to do anything for her father. Right. So she said yes. But then this is something Michael knows that I didn't notice that there's, I guess, a banner and it says, happy birthday, Amelia. <laughs> they couldn't even get her name right. And then you find out that all, only one of her friends is there who didn't bring a present because her real birthday party is the following week. All the other little kids are extras that the news crew or brought. actors or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And the presents are fake. They're just wrapped boxes. They're just wrapped boxes. Yeah. Because so. Buck comes in and is like, oh, you got a good haul there. At least there's a good haul of presents. Right. She's like, they're not real. So she, she she has a little meltdown and smacks a pinata and breaks a pinata um, and the news crew's like can, can we get another one yeah 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 we yeah, redo this another pinata and George and, takes off yeah Emily takes off George runs after her and she's like I, she apologizes I'm sorry but you know Buck is right we're just an animal in a cage they tell us what to do and we do it Emily Emily I would think of all days your birthday you could act your age but it isn't my birthday remember. Puck was right. We might as well be animals in the zoo. Emily. I'm sorry, but I just couldn't act like I was having a good time. Act like you've been ever since you've been on the news. Act. Yes. Every time Renee says smile, we smile. I, I just couldn't smile anymore. But I thought you liked the idea, having your birthday on TV. Well, I knew it was real important to you, but none of it was real. It's pretty hard to know what is real anymore. And she actually talks some sense into her dad and makes him see how arrogant and how he realizes, wow, yes. yeah, what he's done, what a, look at what I've become, yes. pretty much. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, the benefits definitely don't outweigh. The cost, right? You know, normally, if, because like I said, what he's doing is great for his the community. His, yeah, for for just newcomers new in general, and the community. Yeah, I mean, the police station, everything, everything's looking good on camera, but behind the scenes, it's tearing his family apart. It's tearing his job apart. It's making his part. You know, it's just there's so many bad things happening that all those bad things. Yeah, Susan's don't pregnant. Justify. She doesn't even want to be there. Oh yeah, poor Susan. She's like, and she's trying to watch. Yeah. She's about to throw up <laughs> yeah. and stuff, and it's just it's it's bad, you yeah. Know? But Emily does, you know, knock some sense, I guess. She does, her father. Yeah. And so then we have the next scene, um, which is the next day, right? They, um, you know, they get uh, uh, the lead suspects. They got a tip. They get yeah. They get the lead suspects' uh, phone records, and of course. He lied because there's a million, a million phone calls yep. to this the voyeur vision. He's thing. really obsessed with that uh, Virginia. Virginia yeah. yeah, so they go to his house, but before that, you know, Matt's like, oh, "Go get the news crew," you know, because this is the last day. They've been following this case the since the beginning. Day, yep. But George is like, "No, let's slip out the back." And Matt kind of gets like a smile. Oh like, yeah, yeah. All right, he's back. Like, this is cool. Yeah. All right, this let's is go the do George. Just and what happens, right? Yeah. And, you know, Everything goes smoothly. Well, they go. Yeah, they go to the guy's house. His wife's in a panic because he came running in. He was the husband was in a panic and he took off. The gun's missing. The gun is missing. There's a Virginia Ham driver's license. That's when Michael said he's a little bit obsessed. Right. So then they go to the house and it shows the dad breaking well, in. Well, first, the best part is there's a compound wall. Oh, that's and, right. And, yes. and yeah, and, he's like, it's like and, you know, it's twice the size of the Berlin Wall. We we got to go around. Yeah, we have to find another way. Over. And George, like, there's no time. I'll, here, I'll give you a boost. <laughs> And you hear Matt go, whoa! And he launches he like, throws Matt like over the wall. 15 feet up in the air over the wall. And I'm like, whoa, wow. Yeah. And then George just jumps. It tells you how, it shows you how strong they are. Yeah. 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 I thought that was funny. It, yeah. Well, that was a that funny was, little piece. I just like it because of Matt's sound. Whoa! whoa right as he goes wall. over yeah. the wall. And he, he was not expecting And then he's laying there like, <laughs> thanks for the, thanks, bo- the thanks boost. Thanks for the boost. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Then, that's right. Then, then, then they go in and the dad is there trying to pry a door open. They pull a gun on him. They, you know, cuff him. Started arresting him. And he's him. saying, hey, I'm here to protect her. I'm here to help her. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you yeah, are. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you hear a scream. Then you hear the scream and they realize something's wrong. 
So they lock the guy up against the door. They go running off. That's you see nice. two suspects with masks on. And one has a gun. Yeah, one has a gun pointed at Kaufman. And you're not sure what they're going to do. But, I mean, when the you know when Sykes comes in and holds a gun, the guy just drops it. Or, yeah. you, know, he's, you know, they don't put up a fight or anything. And you find out it's the two boys. It's the, the main suspect's son and, and his nephew. nephew. And... And we talked about that because it goes – it shows an earlier scene where the dad is dropping off the kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when, when – At the movie Psych theater. Is, uh, there's like three weird movies, you know, yeah. Hellbound, Slasher, Phaser, <laughs> whatever. It's just three really bad movies that yeah. you're not going to drop your 16 or 17-year-old off. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But then like the ironic part is like two buildings down. Yeah. There's a porno place. Yep. <laughs> Let's go there. So they drop off their son of the slasher flicks, and two doors down, they go into the porno shop. Yep. Yeah. So. So, um, so yeah. So that's part of the. the yeah, it's a little backstory of yeah, how these, these of boys. The family. That's why you see the boys, right? Yeah. So we're back at the precinct, and we have uh, uh, Matt talking to the family. Louis, why? Why did you do these things? I don't know. We were just having fun. Fun? You hurt people. That's what she does on the videotape. She likes it. That's not real. You took your father's gun. Were you going to hurt her? I don't know. It's like she was teasing us. She was asking for it. She was asking for it. Well, that's all you have to say for yourself. Ernie, we should have seen this coming. He's always in trouble now, picking fights at school, the way he's cruel to his sister. I just don't know. It just kind of shows how this child was brought up, you know, because his father is definitely a womanizer. You know, like Michael mentioned, he had a calendar of Virginia Ham, scantily clad, you know, pictures of her. He goes to porn shops. He watches Voyeur. And his kids are watching And his kids are, yeah, he's he's exposing his kids to this. what it is. And so it's taught. You know, it may not be directly taught. He's not saying, son, do this. But he's watching his dad. And as most father's sons, you know, your son is going to look up to your dad. And Mm -hmm. you're going to do what your dad does. So when your dad's a womanizer, you become a womanizer. And this kid was slightly off to begin with, so he took it a bit too far. Like the dad probably would have never done it. (laughs) Right. You know, hold the gun and he would have realized. But this kid's too young to understand that, you know, this is fake and not real, you know, and you shouldn't do this and she's not really liking this. And it was just a, it was a, that was basically the story is that sex and violence at a young age will corrupt your child. Again, like reality TV, you know, what you see. Yes, you know it might. It's it not might, always. Re- it's not always really oh, yeah. reality. Yes. you know, and that's the problem with today's society, which yes. is neat. Again, a, a series that came out twenty, 20 years, years ago, ago yeah. is relevant to today yeah. again. So yeah. that's another reason why I love this series, and I'm glad my brother asked me to do this because it's, you know, it's it's great. There's a lot yeah. of good topics. You yeah, know, a lot of good things. So yeah, yeah, lots. Of, every and I've mentioned this many times that it's still relevant now. Right, right. You know, or even they were doing stuff that wasn't hey, even, way ahead of the yeah. Time. That wasn't even part the of conference the conference calling the and thing. Still, oh, the, and that's real now. Yeah, now it is right. You could it watch video before, to video. Yeah, you know? twenty years ago it was not. You couldn't watch video. It was great. At this least not great. common. But now they can do it all. You know. So I mean, the whole sex, the whole sex line voyeurism, is really a reality, right? So they were definitely way ahead of their time. Pretty much, Matt questioning the parents. You know, their parent, uh, the parenting. Hey, you take your shot with kids. You know, you put a roof over their heads and you hope they'll turn out. Until right, guys like him come along and pollute their minds. You know what they say about people who live in glass houses? Hey, hey, I gave my kid everything. Oh yeah. Nudie calendars, slasher movies, little voyeur vision over the old man's shoulder. Yeah, you gave him everything, all right. We have a good home. We're hardworking. It's not just money. It's responsibility. It's parental supervision. You ask any shrink around here, he'll tell you. A lot of boys get their first dose of sex from those violent slasher and porn movies. Give that to a kid who's already got problems. Look what you get. Let's go home, Ernie. Got all the answers, huh? Cop? Well, my family's not like that. Let's go home, Ernie. The bottom line is the the wife understands and she's like, Okay, honey, let's just go home. You know, but then you have the news crew come in. Oh yeah, the news crew comes in and they're just they're pissed. Yeah. Well, now you see him, now you don't. Nice piece of evasiveness, Detective Francisco. Please understand. There was no time to bring you in tow. No time? The conclusion to the case we've been covering on you all week and you had no time. 
I built you an image, made you a hero to the people of L.A., stuck half a Parker Center in your back pocket. And this is thanks I get? Miss Longstreet. No. Forget the apology. I still have to salvage something out of this. Bernie, come on. We still got to get a couple of shots of the kids before they take them to juvenile detention. No way. You don't get the kids. You can't film them. They're minors. It's news. It's exploitive, and you know it. Oh, really? I'm not defending what they did, but the blame is not entirely theirs to take. Look, lady, it's just a twisted mess of sex and violence. Kaufman sells it, Virginia sells it. And like it or not, Ms. Eyewitness News, in your own glossy way, you sell it too. It comes back to exploiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a circle. Yeah. Everyone is, yeah, everyone is exploiting everybody. You know, because, I mean, George was definitely exploiting the situation, you know, because he was getting fame and he was, but it was also good for his people, but it was also, I think, more for him. And Kaufman was exploiting. Kaufman was exploiting the newcomers. Because he was You have the news business. crew. News crew was just exploiting. Exploiting George and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like so they I mean, always do. Yeah. <laughs> Today even. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's just that kind of everybody exploits everybody, you know. There's one, there's one scene that uh, you, you did not mention, but I'm going to let you touch on it. Because I really wanted to touch it, mm-hmm. but the I couldn't because it was a TV. <laughs> Kathy's butt. Oh, that's sorry. Right. Oh, sorry. I mean, oh, that's right. There was that scene. And of course, I like those. I mean, I like the whole Kathy. This was a big Kathy. Um, I, I'm sorry. Did you? You didn't catch on my intro. I thought you would. I, I wanted to I touch gotcha. it. I got you. I got you. I just was ignoring you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first it, time will be the last time. People, it is, it is a really good scene with um, uh, Matt and Kathy in the laundry room. And again, you know, as you if you listen to my podcast, you know I'm a huge Kathy Matt shipper. I love Kathy. I love the whole relationship. And this definitely progresses a little bit but more. But tell them what it opens up with. Well, it opens up with Kathy's butt. Oh, yeah. And it's probably on there for a good 30 seconds. Smoking hot. Because you're watching. Smoking hot, people. You're looking from Matt's eyes, so it's his point of view. And she's st- he's staring at her butt. See, I felt like I was there. <laughs> you do. You definitely do. It's on there for a long time for TV. <laughs> a little longer than I thought it would be. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely zoned in. Yes. But she catches him. Right. I don't mean to be blunt, Matt, but ever since I came down here to do my laundry, I've had this feeling that, well, it's, it's a human term, um, that you've been undressing me with your eyes. <laughs> me? <laughs> Come on. Then you weren't? No! I gotta go. I didn't mean to chase you off. And I didn't mean to lie. <clears throat> I was doing what you said. And of course he says no at first. But again, this shows you how much Matt has grown that he is actually, he's, you know, he would have, the, the beginning he would have stuck to his, no, I wasn't, the period. But now he's like, no. And then he feels guilty. He's like, yes, I was, you know. And then she's like, well, you know, she asks about the video. And he's like, no, no, I haven't watched it. Are you, are you curious? And he's like, no, 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 no. Okay, yes, I am. <laughs> this wouldn't have anything to do with that videotape, would it? No, no. It, yeah. It was pretty explicit. There were a lot of newcomer women. And, and you've never seen that before? Well, my watch is done. The machines are obvious. I get curious too, Matt. I've even rented erotic human tapes for that very reason. You? I got curious about the human body. I've undressed you a couple of times. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, uh, but what's great is Kathy's like, well, I am too. I, you know, I've re- I've rented human porn. I've, you know, undressed you. I've undressed you a few times, and that just threw it over the top. Matt's like, okay, awkward. Laundry's done. I'm done. Go. And he, yeah. I mean, and you know, you know, if he's done with his laundry, but he's out of there. You know, but that was definitely a fun scene. That was cool. Was and that also leads to the very final scene of the show, which is Kathy comes by with a like a medical sexual anatomy of yeah a of a Tankinese woman. woman. 
So he can watch it without being porn. Yeah, it's not going to have all the... But it'll still have the sex and it'll still it'll still explain their... the Tankanese whole sexual ritual right. and all that. Just because he's curious. And this is like a medical tape. I personally would want to watch the porn, but that's just me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. So that's how it ends. It ends with, with them kind of just understanding each other a little bit better and actually getting a little closer. Right. You know, because they and... are... Talking about that inner species. And this is why in the very, very beginning, you go, it's not one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> but yet this episode is like almost the point where Kathy and Matt are getting to that, almost yes. that next level. But you don't know what happens, do you? You don't remember what happens to them. I don't, see? Okay. So don't ruin it for me. <laughs> but that's why I'm saying this should still be a very important episode. It is. I enjoyed it. But you, yeah. Gunshots echo through the night, summoning police to where blood-spattered walls tell a macabre tale of agony and death. Who is responsible for such a heinous crime? It's beyond me. That response is not surprising from an average detective. All the signs say cults or crazed killer. But not to L.A.'s first newcomer detective, who uses his superior instincts and senses to cut through police obstacles mere mortals need computers for. It only took him seconds to realize... There was no murder. This is a hoax. Not a murder at all, but a staged show of bizarre, <laughs> bispecial, video phone voyeurism. And Detective Francisco saw right through it. Dad, maybe I was wrong. That was pretty clever. You see, that's not exactly what happened. You see, math... I am so proud of you. Everyone at school is going to want to talk to me tomorrow. Emily, you see that... You know, George, you, you look a little washed out. Oh, washed out? Maybe, maybe a darker suit and a brighter tie would be more flattering. Accent your spots. My spots? Well, you're selling yourself. Well, Susan, I'm not selling it. Sure you are. You know, my work at the ad agency has taught me a lot about presenting the best possible image in the shortest amount of time. We're selling the newcomer ideal. So are you. Look how I've designed this ad. See, a dark suit and a bright tie convey competence and, uh, and warmth, like Ronald Reagan used to do. Oh, Susan, historians are crediting that to his hair. Well, why don't you let me try tomorrow? All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. I'll start us off. Although credited, Jeff Marcus, Albert Einstein, does not appear in this episode. You know, it's funny because I even I was thinking that during the episode. I'm going. I was going to ask him. Like, yeah. Well, where, yeah. Where I mean, he's a main at? cast member. Right. But he hasn't been in a few episodes. I think he's probably the least of the main cast. And I like that. He, he's I, such I a quirky, Jeff. funny. Yeah, I like Albert. What do you mean? Like, you do. You love Kathy. You I love do. Albert. You love Matt. I mean, well, come on. Let's get. <laughs> I can't start them picking. all. No, you can't. Okay. All right, all come right, on. All right. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a pop culture reference. Buck compares his father to Spud McKenzie. Spud McKenzie was an English bull terrier dog that was a canine mascot slash spokesperson for Anheuser Busch Company's Bud Light commercials from 1987, 1989. All right, we have a continuity error in this episode. The Highlight Movie Theater marquee shows three different movie showings. The first camera shot shows them in this order: number one, Psycho Slayer two; number two, Death Slave; and number three, Bloodaholics. Dude, I was way off on my names. I was like <laughs> Hellbound Slasher Horrors. Yeah, but God, I sound <laughs> bad. I mean, this sounds terrible. But in the second camera shot, it shows them in a different order as well as different spelling of their name. So you get Psycho Slasher 2, Bloodaholics, and Death Slave. How is that possible? Is that like they waited a few days or something they had, for shooting? Something, or something was really bad. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Wow. They actually shot it. It got removed for some reason. Maybe it was a put pickup shot. Yeah, I don't it could know. have been a pickup shot where they went back weeks later because they realized they didn't get it, and then they went and tried to recreate it again. And obviously, they got the names wrong because it, it, they wouldn't take something down in a day and then go back and reshoot well, it. And re they better be. I don't know. It was something. Yeah, something that really. Be, that would be smart. Something very weird. Oh, this is one of my favorite here. <laughs> Certain sounds, including that of the FCC emergency broadcast system, are extremely sexual, stimulating to the Tectonese. Oh. Oh. Kathy? You okay? What? 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 It, it's only a test. Oh. oh. I don't know how your FCC got that particular tone, but it's extremely arousing. That's right. Did you know that? 
I did not know that. Well, you kind of, because wow. you were talking about the humming. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The humming, I can see the humming because it is sexual. That's part of their sexual But ritual. this was cool. But, I mean, a, a broadcasting sound does kind of sound like humming because it's a high pitch, like an F, G flat or whatever. Because Kathy walks in. Yes. And, it, you know, it breaks Matt's watching TV and it goes, we're now having an emergency broadcast. It starts going beep. And she's like, oh. And she starts twitching a little bit. And Matt's like, Kathy, okay? And she's like, oh, beep. And he's, and he's like, what the heck is going on? So then he shuts it off and she goes, oh, Matt, that's very stimulating and, you know, for us. And he goes, well, I didn't know that about you. She goes, well, you know, there's not – there's a lot you don't know about yeah. us. So it was kind of another yeah. part like – Yeah. And that's when I think Matt got sure more – the curiosity of Matt was like <laughs> – Yeah. Maybe I should watch this tape yeah. again. Yeah. So, so that, that definitely was good. That was cool. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, and then we have our final one for our behind the scenes. The role of Renee Longstreet, the news reporter, was played by veteran actress Angela Bassett. Who has appeared in many TV series and movies since then? But she wasn't a veteran actress then, right? Or was she then? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because now when I looked at her, I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I knew. Cause, I mean, when I was prepping for this episode, I saw a shot of her, and I'm like, that woman looks, looks familiar. So familiar. I'm going, who is? That? I'm like, who is? And then when I saw the name, I'm like, oh my god, it's Angela Bassett, of course. Because now, I mean, we know her from huge movies like Stella, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, and she's in the new one now, Olympus Has Fallen, which is the whole president getting yep, kidnapped thing. Um, Just numerous. And movies. she's done Alias. She was in a, lots of episodes of Alias. But she's done hundreds of TV shows and look movies. Where, look where she was at. I mean, and yeah. It's kind of neat. You look at her IMDb, thing. and she probably did maybe about 20 or so shows before Alienation. But they were all like bit things. And then all of a sudden she did Alienation, you know, and a few other little and things. Then and then all of a sudden she, she became a big movie star. That's kind of neat. So it's kind of cool to see, to go back and see, you know, she had a very decent role. In this episode, yeah, so it was, wasn't an extra. Yeah, right. And she was the main one of the she had a speaking side. Yeah, one of the side characters. But. Oh wait, you know what? I have another behind the scenes. What? Um, you were playing the the giggler. Mm, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a. Well, let me let me backtrack <laughs> on that. It, yeah. There you go. Let me tell you why. I'm I'm watching the TV and my brother's watching, but I can't see him. Yeah. And. Um, and you hear this guy going, hey, 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 doing this giggle. I go, what the heck? And I go, he's, you know, he's like, he's like, he, I, I'm like, he, yeah. What's so funny, Ken? Yeah. And he's like, what? I go, oh, shit, that's not you. That was the TV. <laughs> so it's just so funny because I'm going, see, I'm just telling you, listen to him laugh, watch this episode, and you're going to go, oh, my gosh, it's him. It was yeah. just funny, man. It wasn't I, me. I didn't do the voiceover for that. I, but I was just my, I'm, I was just, just playing. playing. It but was it was just funny. funny. It was funny. Very, very had, funny. That was my extra behind the scenes. <laughs> That's behind the scenes of the podcast. That's behind the... Yes, people. We're getting deep now, okay? We're deep. Well, if it isn't the Invisible Man, where's your shadow? Renee and the crew are in the booking area. What'd you do today, George? Get your star on Hollywood Boulevard? The crew and I spent the day in the police chief's answer room. We never did get in to see him. Well, fame's a fickle woman. Uh, Matt. I'm sorry for these last few days. I've behaved very badly. Emily has opened my eyes to that. I'd convinced myself that I was doing this for a much higher good, but I've let myself be used at the expense of my family and my work and you. Look, George, it could have happened to anyone, huh? It's a meat grinder. Or who's to say who's using who? You were just seizing the moment, that's all. Oh, jeez. I think I just quoted Arvin Kaufman. And there were no newcomer names in this episode. I know. What's up with that? What about Virginia Ham? No. I looked. I did. I swore. Can't think of like a bakery I good swore, or a I swore that name ham. was something, but it's not. I mean, maybe Ham is a joke, but there are no Virginia Ham. I mean, there are real people. I found a Twitter account and a Facebook account Why for them. Why didn't you call them? And but maybe they're they... not. They were, there's no stars. There's no connection. But there hasn't been any connection to anybody. It bums me out, man. For a few episodes. We What's haven't had up any, with that? I don't know. Last time we had, what, they were Generation Generation, we had right. laughs. Right. And that was like the, the biggest stretch we can come up with. Yeah, they're not doing them anymore. So I'm, I don't know what the deal I'm is. I'm writing to Kenneth Johnson there and asking go. him. That's right. Let's, compl- let's complain now. Let's complain now later. to Kenneth Johnson. You're <laughs> ruining our podcast because we don't have any names. <laughs> See? That's what I'm going to do that. Nice. I'm doing that. Nice. Okay. Their statements are complete. You're free to go. You hit it right on the head, Sykes, and it's pitiful. 
You know, parents spend more time watching television than they do paying attention to what their kids do. And when the kids aren't perfect, they point at me. <laughs> but I have a right to sell it. They have a right not to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about right and wrong, but what you do stinks. Let's go. No. Arvin, SFL is not worth what I saw tonight. There are lots of talented actresses out there. I'll be all right. You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Alienation Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Alienation Cast. You can follow me personally at Master Jedi 1975. Or you can follow me personally at Geeky Fanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime. We'd also love if you can go to iTunes and leave us a review, preferably a five-star. When you guys leave us reviews, it just puts us into certain charts. and just gives more exposure to our podcast, which we would really appreciate. You can download the podcast. You can listen to the podcast or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. And we are planning to do a all-listener feedback podcast very soon. I know I keep promising that, but we definitely are working on it. I've been getting great emails from you guys. I know I haven't been responding to a lot. I've uh, just been busy. But I do appreciate all your emails. I do read them all. And we would definitely be addressing all of the questions and comments and everything uh, in that podcast. So look for that very soon. All right. So I think overall, we actually enjoyed this episode. I did. I think a little more than you. You again, probably enjoyed again. it a little bit more than me. No, I think yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I enjoy the episodes more than you in well, general. Some, but this, but this one, one definitely. I think I you enjoyed, think a, little I enjoyed a little more than you. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it was good. We're good. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I am Kenny. And I'm Michael. But before we go, always remember, when recording your podcast, make sure you switch the record to on. <laughs> yeah, we learned the hard way. All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wait. Was that recording? No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>Unlock your inner geek with Geek Therapy, a new web series starring America Young. I need you to make me a geek. Please help me. Let's figure out your GQ, your geek quotient. Can you watch Family Guy and not be confused? It's 30 minutes of a guy fighting a chicken. What's not to understand? The point of this is to find a geekier side of you. Yes, of course. I want this. Watch this in its entirety. Watch it until you can quote it. A firefly. That sounds really hot. Do not abuse this power I have given you, or you will find yourself in a special level of hell. Watch Geek Therapy on Comediva.com. That's comedy plus diva. Comediva, where the funny girls are. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast.
Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Exploitoit. God, here we go, already started. Exploitoit. Oh my God, already? Hugh McGrew. McGrew. Or me, Kenny. Still laughing. Me, Kenny. <laughs> me, Kenny. <laughs> me, Mike. <laughs>